Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Keith Hoffman. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. WFAN. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lucas Giolito is off the board. The Mets. 2024 season is ruined again there's no rotation the Mets are gonna suck oh my god oh my gosh listen can everybody just calm down already anybody that's sitting there saying that the Mets and were needing Lucas Giolito to compete in 2024 has lost their brain cells okay Lucas Giolito with a 5 ERA almost last year that's the guy that you are dying for the Mets to pick up? Let me just tell you something. If you want to continue to be an awful franchise, go pick up Lucas Giolito. Go spend $7 billion on Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Steve Cohen and David Stearns, no matter how much I hate to say this, are doing the right thing. And I can't believe I'm saying this because about two weeks ago, I was in panic mode too. But the reality is, anybody sitting here today and going crazy about Lucas Giolito, I cannot believe the Mets missed out on him, you're what is wrong with the New York Mets fan base. That's it. Okay? I understand the the, the pitching rotation is not complete yet. But I don't care who you are or who you think Lucas Giolito is. He's not a top three pitcher. He's not a number three. He's one of those experiments where you hope he's an innings eater and and maybe he pitches decently enough where he opts out at the end of the season and then strikes a big deal next year. But he's not a top three guy. He's not what you need. And you're not, you didn't miss anything. But that's all I keep on hearing about. You're not non-contenders. The Mets are step away from being non-contenders. How about playing it smart? How about playing it smart? I understand 
that this free agency was not very sexy. There was very few names that had any sort of cachet behind them. Any sort of ooh-la-la, whatever you want to say. It was Yamamoto. It was Otani, Soto, the big fish on the trade. But after those guys, that's pretty much it. And I understand that I was pretty much questioning, is it the same old Mets? Is this the Will Ponds 2.0? But they're not. They're just not. And I, 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 I'm, I'm to blame too. Because I said it. But then reality punched me dead in the face and said, who do you want them to go and get? Who is going to make this franchise better? Who that has been crossed off the board is going to be game changers? Yeah, Shohei Otani would have been nice. But the reality is I was trying to justify how the Mets could have signed them for almost, you know, three quarters of a billion dollars and hope the guy pitched for three or four years. That, that, that was me justifying it to myself that, yeah, it's a great move. Or Yoshinobu Yamamoto coming in. No one's ever seen him pitch in the big leagues. How can I sit there and say the Mets missed out? Oh, what? What did they miss out on? And now Lucas Giolito? That's the that's the That's it. Season over. Rip up those tickets. Are you nuts? It's not even it's not even January 1st yet. We haven't even got there yet. It's not even pitchers and catchers. There's still plenty of time. The Mets have not dropped the ball on a thing. The only thing they've dropped the ball on is not overspending on useless players. Let the Dodgers do that. Let the let the Yankees go and and trade for a guy who they may not be able to re-sign in the offseason. They needed to do that. The Mets did not. Now, is the se- the offseason over? Are they going to do nothing? No, that's not the case at all. And I understand the rotation does not look very good right now. Kodai Sanga, yeah, I mean, it's we're going to see him improve off of last year, sure. But then you got Jose Quintana, Adrian Hauser. There's not much else. But there is still plenty of time. Oh, Luis Severino. Can't forget him. But there is still plenty of time to bulk this team up. J.D. Martinez is someone that's going to be able to help this team out if they choose to go that route. It's all what Listen, you're going to look at a lot of one-year deals. And that's the best way to go about this offseason. Because I don't want to sit here and overpay for Jordan Montgomery. Like, if you were the Mets and you stare at the Yankees from across town and be like, wow, look at what they did with Carlos Rodon. That deal is atrocious. I don't want to do that. 
I don't want some guy who had a career year and now I got to overpay for six years and he not step on the field and when he does, he's awful. Nah, no, thank you. Let the Yankees do that. Hey, they're big time. They're big time again. They make making big moves. Let them go overpay for Jordan Montgomery. Let them overpay for Blake Snell. Let anybody else overpay for those guys. The Mets don't have to do that. What they need to do is stay the course. David Stearns, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. I see what they did in Milwaukee. They seem pretty consistent to me. For a team that didn't have a ton of money, were able to make the playoffs pretty much consistently. We're, we're over 500 year after year after year. They were able to build good starting pitching. They're so good now that Milwaukee doesn't want to sign them. Brandon Woodruff just got cut. Now, I understand he's got an injury. But they just let him walk. And someone's going to pick him up, possibly the Mets. Maybe that's not going to be good for this year in 2024, but 2025 would be good. Corbin Burns, people are looking to trade for him because Milwaukee doesn't have money to spend on these guys. But what I believe is going to happen, and you got to just let the course go. You just got to let it run its course. David Stearns is making the moves to build a team that is competitive this season, is readjusting the farm system, will make the moves necessary to make the Mets contenders for this year, but a lot of those guys are going to be on one-year deals. And it's going to be a prove-me deal. It's going to be a, you got maybe one year left. You know, if Justin Turner comes here, we're not looking at a four- or five-year deal. We're looking at a one-year deal. Not sure what he has left in the tank, but give it a shot. I know we've heard the, the rumors of Gio Rochella. I just was talking about Tim Anderson would be a, a nice fit here because, again, somebody else that, that needs to prove it. Gio Rochella, maybe he needs to prove it too, but gives you that versatility in the infield. There's a lot of things the Mets can still do, and this offseason is not ruined. I know it sucks that we didn't get Otani. I know it sucks that we didn't get Yamamoto. I know it sucks that we didn't make a trade or didn't even try to trade for Juan Soto. And I know it really sucks that Lucas Giolito is not a New York man, but I got to tell you something. Lucas Giolito is going to be the downfall of the Red Sox as well. If he opts out after this season, tip the cap. That's all it is. Congratulations. He fooled me because he had the opportunity last year to do it, and he didn't. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 877-337-6666. It's the number to call again. Pete Hoffman with you till 2 a.m. You can always hit me up at Hoff WFAN. But I don't want to hear anybody tell me that the Mets have missed out, that the Mets 
are punting on 2024. I know I've suggested that at times, and it's confusing to sit there and and wait so long. But I've now learned to just suck it up and trust the process because as you evaluate what's going on this offseason, there's no one the Mets really want to go out and, and grab because they're not good. Because guess what? This day and age in baseball, not many top players hit free agency. Like Juan Soto is going to be the rarity. Aaron Judge is the rarity. Shohei Otani is the rarity. You're going to get one, maybe two top players a year to hit free agency, and everyone else is going to be just mediocre. But because there's so limited talent out there on free agency, the mediocre is going to make a ton of money. And Steve Cohen, I know he wants. I, I know he's going to have an itchy trigger trigger finger. I know he wants to go spend money, but he's not going to want to spend it on that. And David Stearns, thankfully, is going to stop that from happening. David Stearns is not going to allow him to go and just waste money like Billy Epler did. You know, Billy Epler went out there and, and skyrocketed his his uh, his wallet to three hundred and fifty plus million dollars. And all we got to show for it was 77 wins. And some trade bait. That was good. But I, I don't need to hear that Steve Cohen needs to win a World Series. Of course he needs to win a World Series soon. What do you think they're trying to do? Like, honestly, what do you think the goal is? You think they're just going to walk into the season and be like, Listen, guys, just fold up. We're not going to win anything. So let's not try. Let's let's just totally pass on everybody in free agency. Let's not. No, they're evaluating their talent out there. And guess what? It's not good. It's not good. And you could sit there and criticize and say, well, listen, if it's not good enough, uh, you know, uh, if you're still third on every single offer sheet because they're just not good enough, you're going to keep on getting passed by. Guess what? That's fine. If Blake Snell doesn't become a New York Met this offseason, I'm going to be happy. Because you could just read bust a mile away on that guy. I know he won a Cy Young. I know it's the second one of his career. But you could just smell an injury. You could just smell... Uh, the ERA just completely getting boosted through the roof. I mean, Lucas Giolito and Blake Snell might be fighting for a 5 ERA this season. So I don't want to... I do not want to see David Stearns go and commit to those guys. I know there were options if you really had to, but there's still better people around. There's still better names available for one-year deals with an opt-out after year one. Like, you know, two-year deal, the one-year opt-out, all that good stuff. I keep on telling you, Trevor Bauer's the guy to go for. Everyone thinks he's a scum, scumbag. That's great. Guy's going to pitch his balls off this year. He's going to go out there, and he's going to make a run for Cy Young. 
And we're going to sit here and be like, oh, but he's a bad guy. Now, listen, I've seen plenty of bad guys play baseball. I see plenty of bad guys play sports all over the place in major leagues. So, I mean, if you want to win, I prefer taking that ba- a shot at that bad guy. And by the way, a lot of the things that, quote unquote, were supposed to have happened, you know, he didn't get charged with anymore. Everything got dropped. So, what did he really do? Is he a weird guy? Yeah, he is. Did he do everything he was said to have done? No. So you could judge him as much as you want. I'd give Trevor Bauer a shot before I'd give a lot of these players a huge deal. I'm not saying giving Trevor Bauer and extend him a you know hundred million dollar contract. I'm saying here one year prove it deal. He was in Japan. His, his ERA was about two point seven. 160 innings, he, he uh, 156 innings, he threw 160 strikeouts and 33 walks. Seems pretty efficient to me. I don't know. I think was, his whip might have been 1.1. Seems pretty efficient to me. Seems like someone that could, who played well in the majors, got blackballed, went to Japan, had a really good season, and could probably produce just as well this upcoming year. But that's just me. Or you could sit and whine about Lucas Giolito, a guy who, you know, was close to a five ERA, making twenty mil a year now, and we missed out. Get out of here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. So we'll get into a lot of Met stuff. We will get into the um, another dark day for the Jets as they. Uh, they lost on Thursday night. It just, you know, the more I hear about the process of what's going on and how things are going to turn out next year, like, I'm so close to I think I just want to give up being a Jets fan. Like, I'm going to sit out next year, you know? Because the more I hear everyone's going to come back because we're going to have Aaron Rodgers now, things are going to be different. It's a lot of blah, 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 blah. At some point in time, someone's got to suck it up and say, this franchise sucks. We made some really bad decisions. Who's at fault? See ya. If it's Joe Douglas, it's see ya. Robert Sala, he's a leader of nothing. See ya. Aaron Rodgers, if you want all these people here to play for next year, you can go too. Because there's not one competent person on this Jets staff right now that I trust to lead the New York Jets next year. If there's one leader, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he hasn't stepped on the field more than four plays. Four plays. It's a joke. It is a complete and utter joke. So we'll get into more Jets stuff. Uh, We have game number 16 for the Giants coming up on Sunday. We'll talk about... Their uh, final couple games was the Rams and the Eagles, what the Yankees have done and what they haven't done, and we'll, t- we'll sprinkle in some other stuff as well. 877-337-6666. That is the number to call. You can always hit me up at Hoff, WFAN. Well, I'll be here till 2 a.m. Again, 877-337-6666, at Hoff, WFAN.